Happy New Year's, guys. Welcome to the Grad School for Grown Folks podcast, sponsored by Dissertation Doctors. Oh my, you're in for a treat. Today, we are talking about the new year and dissertation disasters of 2022 that you definitely want to avoid in 2023. Ready? Let's dive in. Hi guys. Well, welcome to 2023 Grad School for Grown Folks podcast. I'm sponsored by Dissertation Doctors. I am your host, <laughs> Dr. Tanya Vetter. Some people call me Tanya. Some people call me Dr. V. And dun, dun, dun. some people don't call me at all. Yeah, even in 2023. And it's no, I take that back. Everybody's calling me <laughs> in 2023. I'm decreeing. De- and declaring something completely different for 2023. How about that? All right. Well, hey, you know, hmm, I have thought long and hard about this episode. We're talking about dissertation disasters. And what I ended up doing was I gathered up the top three issues that I saw come alive in 2022 that slowed down uh, my client's progress. I want you guys to listen up and try to avoid them. The other thing that's pretty cool is is I'm kind of also going to give you um, a suggestion on how to handle it. All right. So these were the, the, the top three things that I noticed. One of the things I keep saying is education is changing. Grad programs are changing. Grad programs are changing as it becomes more of a competitive game that has to do with universities making money. So you'll notice some changes that are happening. Let's talk about the three things that I saw that frustrated not only my clients, but you all know they definitely frustrated us at dissertation doctors. The first one is chair abandonment. I, I think. Yeah, it does not get any worse than that. Um, several of my clients had been abandoned by their chair. Now, that means your chair just ups and leaves in the middle of your study, right? No matter where you are in the process, that is an issue. And it's, um, it just, I tell you, it, it's horrible on both ends for you and the editor. So let's talk about how you can combat this because here's here's the truth. Most chairs are not going to just straight up tell you, hey, I'm looking for another job. I'm not happy here. Um, I'm leaving. However, here's my suggestion based on what I've seen. If you go ahead and build that rapport early on, build that relationship. Um, And when I say that, I want you to go beyond just your dissertation talk. Find out who your chair really is. Make sure um, 
they see you as a person. So you have to talk to them, follow up with them. Um, it just asks how their day is, how they're, you know, just get into that so you can really truly build an organic and art, um, an authentic relationship with them. Because when you do, guess what? Most of the time, they all feel a little, not really guilty, but they all feel like they have the responsibility to tell you if they're deciding to leave. So my suggestion is um, to disclose your fear of being abandoned, especially if you've already been in that position before. I know some of my clients, by that time um, they came to us, they had like maybe two uh, two different chairs, all right? So there definitely was some anxiety and fear about them having a third chair and possibly being abandoned. My advice is you need to go ahead and disclose that fear to them. Be transparent up front. When you meet them, let them know, hey, I've been through this before. I'm afraid. Please, if, if you have any hunch that you're going to leave early, can you please help me set myself up for success the best way in advance? All right. That's my number one. Number two. All right. Here's a big one. Listen up, all you Grand Canyon University students. So you guys have methodologists uh, who are not your chairs. And the problem that we're running into is your methodologist and chair conflict. All right. So what that means is that these two people are not on the same page. Okay. What you're going to need to do is I would say, number one, when you meet with your chair, ask for an exemplar. Tell them you need them to send them a sample of a dissertation that they deem fit as, you know, wonderful and great. When you meet with your methodologist, I'm going to ask you to do the same thing because it will immediately show you. You can see whether they are thinking alike, but also pay attention to the conversation. And as always, disclose this fear and be up, up front and, up and transparent with your chair. Hey, I've been through um, methodologist chair conflict. I want to know, um, are you all going to be on the same page? Will I make changes according to the methodologies, um, changes, um, or recommendations that is, or should I, uh, focus on yours? You really have to have this conversation depending on how your programs are structured. All right. I've seen that one a lot. And the last one, a clueless chair. I mean, just what do you do with that? I don't even know. I mean, what do you do when you have a clueless chair? And what that looks like is because it doesn't appear to be clueless at the time. It will look like number two. When your paper is passed on to the methodologist, your methodologist will say, what is this? And go all into chapter one and disagree with it because it's not aligned with chapter three. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Although your chair has been guiding you the whole way through, right? And you've done everything your chair has asked you to do only for your methodologist to say, I, I have a problem with all of this. So here's my recommendation for that. Of course, pray. <laughs> but also keep great documentation. You must. And track all your feedback and the changes you have that are um addressing your chair's recommendation keep them for evidence you just need to because what happens is if this is the case 
it's definitely going to slow down your progress, which is definitely going to cost you more money to stay in school longer just to fix it. All right. These are the top three. I think if you um, really pay attention to these three up front, but I think it all goes back to building that solid relationship with your chair and really talking about what they see um, for your study uh, and what you see for your study. I really think these three things can be um, avoided. Now, granted, if your chair is going to um, abandon you, you can't stop that. However, you can be set up for success either way based on that relationship they have with you they will almost feel like um it's their responsibility and they're accountable and they value your relationship to where they will want to disclose it early on i hope these three have helped you guys i am looking forward to what you're looking forward to in 2023 you guys know what i say if you decide to do it do it well and do it with us and have fun along the way See you next time.